Welcome to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. Like any good hot dish, it is a mishmash of whatever we could find. Occasionally cheesy, but always satisfying. The game consists of six themed rounds with a final wager round to cap it off. My name is Tom, and on today's episode, Jill is our host, with Ken, Steve, and myself as contestants. Enjoy. It is uh, Steve's birthday to an extent today. Uh, it is the Marine Corps birthday today, so uh, happy birthday, Steve, and thank you for your service. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steve. Well, thank you guys for your support. Glad to do it. Okay, well, I will hand it over to Jill. All right, so round one, here we go. So this round is the warm-up round, and this round is a hodgepodge of questions ending with our signature gimmick question. Each question is worth approximately 10 points, but there may be bonus points available. To start off, this metal, named for a Roman god, is the only metal liquid at room temperature. But I will also give you two points for the only other element that is also a liquid at room temperature. Okay, locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. I'll go first on this one. All right. I'm pretty sure I got the first one, Mercury. The second one, I put Germanium, because I have no clue. All right. I, as well, went with Mercury, but I couldn't even come up with a guess on the second one. Okay. Steve? And Mercury, as well, for the first one, and I think it's Gallium. sure on that one. You're really close, actually. Gallium melts slightly above room temperature, so it melts at, like, body temperature. So if you hold it, it'll melt. But the other one, other than mercury, you're all correct on that, is bromine. Bromine. Okay. Am I slightly intimidated by Steve's wrong answer? (laughs) (laughs) So that's ten points for everyone. That's right. Okay. This singing cowboy wrote the song, Here Comes Santa Claus. Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Steve, you want to start us off? Sure thing. Uh, Gene Autry? I went with Roy Rogers. And I went with Roy Rogers, but I think it might be Gene Autry. Gene Autry is correct. Mm. Woohoo! <laughs> Did you send Steve all the answers? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My grandpa was a big Gene Autry fan. Yeah. But Gene Autry is the singing cowboy. Yeah. Roy Rogers is a singing cowboy, too. He is a cowboy. And he sings. Airport. Sorry. Okay, next question. Six people have won at least three Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor awards. Name them for three points each. So we can have up to six answers, is yes. what you're saying. And they have to have won three, Actor or Supporting Actor. So it could be any combination of the two. Yeah. And it's... Act, it's Male or female, correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Holy smokes. It doesn't help me at all. So I, I would say no you've definitely heard of well, five most of, them, yeah. of these people. Like, they're very well-known and well-known for being really good in movies. One of them, I'm not really sure. Maybe. Okay. I'm locked in. Locked in. I was really digging. It's just famous old people. <laughs> locked in. Okay, Ken, you want to start us off? I will. Tom Hanks. Jack Nicholson, Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio, Clive Owen, and then I said Kirk Douglas. Ooh, the Kirk Douglas. All right. What's the list? I think I'm going to get maybe one. I tried to keep it balanced between the sexes. Uh, so I had uh, Audrey Hepburn, Clark Gable, Jimmy Stewart, Jessica Tandy, Catherine Hepburn, because I can never tell which one is which of those two. Uh, of Catherine and Audrey, not Catherine and I was going to call you out on that. On Tandy, yeah. And then Sir Alec Guinness. All right. Uh, Steve? 
Yeah, my list is uh, Anthony Hopkins, Helen Mirren, Leonardo DiCaprio, Samuel Jackson, Marlon Brando, and Judy Dench. All right. Well, uh, two of the people were were mentioned. So mm, that's good. Wow. Um, <laughs> so it was Samuel L. <laughs> so uh, Catherine Hepburn has the most with four, um, and then Daniel Day Lewis, uh, Meryl Streep, Jack Nicholson. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Ingrid Bergman and Walter Brennan. Walter Brennan is the one that I actually don't know who it is, but he won. He had three supporting actor awards, and not he didn't have a best best actor. So Tom and Ken both got ten points that round. No, it was three apiece. Wasn't or it? yeah, three. So we got three yeah. points each. Oh. So moving on. It may sound crazy, but this was the top selling item at Walmart in 2015 when one billion pounds of it was sold. In just the, it's the whole year? Correct. Locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. I think I start since Ken started last. Jill said crazy and she emphasized crazy. So I put down the art of the deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, a billion pounds of the art of the deal? It's well, it's... The words inside are crap, so they actually weigh it. They they measure it by pounds. That's the only book that's measured by pounds. <laughs> All right. I'll go next. With, uh, that's manure. That's manure. Um, chicken was my guess. All right. I tried to cle- uh, cue into that clue as well. I went with crazy glue. Mm. So the clue did, in fact, uh, should have helped. But it's actually bananas, because this shit is bananas. <laughs> that was very, very tenuous. No, it's N-A-N-A-S. I just wonder why so many bananas were sold in 2015. I think I think you went out on a limb with that clue. I don't think... And I think you could have made it said, go out on a limb, and it would have been just as good of a clue. Even though there's no limbs on banana trees, are there? No. No. I do not know the answer to that question. <laughs> I don't think I think they grow pretty close yeah, to the okay. to the trunk. Alright. Sorry about that. I thought that would It was a it, fine clue. Yeah. Once you know the answer. It makes sense. Alright. Well so that shit's bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Or it would be no doubt the answer would be crazy. Now we're working on a clue there. What? Because no doubt... It's better. It's way better than the out on a limb. Yeah. It's Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Lead singer for no doubt. Yeah, what about bananas? The shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Tom, keep up. Okay. Moving on to the next question. Hopefully this one will go over a little better. Peter Jean Hernandez is the real name of what out-of-this-world pop and R&B singer whose most recent Billboard number one hit was That's What I Like. Good lord. Locked in. Locked in. That's a confident locked in. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's brain is spinning right now. Yeah, I'm... I got... He usually talks through his answers, which is really annoying, but I think he's given you a little bit of a pass, Steve, on, on that experience. <laughs> well, you can talk through my answers. I mean, I, like... He usually only talks through his answers when, when he he's pretty them, sure yeah. he's right. Yeah, yeah, when I have no idea, like in this case. I mean, it's a, it's out of this world, so... And you guys are locked in, so I can talk. Uh, I mean, Here we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> bring it up. Jupiter, Mars, Saturn. I don't know what... Uh, there's no Moon Boy or anything like that that I know of. Uh, no! Moon Boy uh, is the I think, answer. I Thanks, think Steve just got it. <laughs> 
Oh, but it's, but it's still probably out of my reach. Yeah, Steve locked in, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moon Unit, um, that was his... Moon Unit Zappo, that was his birth name. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Okay, I'm, I'm locked in. All right, I start this one? Uh, I think Steve, I think Steve, I think Steve oh, should Steve. start, because okay. Steve, I think, knows the answer. Well, I do now. Maybe Steve I do should... now. After Barkley said uh, Bruno, or he said Mars, I thought uh, Bruno oh, Mars. He said so I was so so my answer, like, my new on. answer. How long missed that? Okay. Right? And as soon as he said it, I knew it. I'm like, it's fucking Bruno Mars. But now it's, yeah, I did. I, my real answer was Drake. <laughs> I did write Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh, good job, Ken. Oh! I went with Moonboy. Moonboy. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is Bruno Mars. Also known as Moonboy, so... Yeah, I've always half, known him as Moonboy. Credit. I mean, I thought he was, like, I thought he was Hawaiian. He's Michael Jackson's son. He did grow up in Hawaii, yes. But he's Hispanic. I assume or so. Maybe he's Filipino and Polynesian. Yeah, I the last what threw me was the last name, so mm-hmm. I didn't think that. I'm sorry. Yeah, out of this world. Dwayne Johnson. He's the rock. Hawaiian. He's not Hawaiian. He's Polynesian. French Polynesian. He's Samoan, isn't he? French <laughs> Polynesian. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not actually Hawaiian. I think he was Samoan. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. This color of dye was originally obtained from sea snails and other mollusks. It took over 12,000 shellfish to get 1.5 grams, making it extremely expensive. Essentially, only royalty could afford to wear clothing that was dyed with it. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. I went purple. Ken? I as well went purple. All right, Steve? Purple. All right, 10 points all around. I was actually scared that we weren't looking for a color for the answer <laughs> somehow. I was wondering if, because what is it, violet? Is it, what's, oh. what indigo. color do you have? Or indi- is it indigo? I don't. Indigo. Yeah, I have no idea. Indigo, violet, yeah. Yeah. Is that what purple is? I don't know. Yep. I just want pur- purple. Yeah, no, purple is correct. Final question of the round. There are gimmick question, which, in, at least currently, it's a cheers question every every week. Yeah. And considering that I've probably seen a grand total of 10 minutes of cheers, I usually have to go on Wikipedia to yeah. find fun questions. Next, <laughs> next season, Murphy well, Brown. Murphy Brown or Designing Women. Yeah. About. <laughs> we never talked about Designing <laughs> Women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to it, but we never talked about it. <laughs> Can't we do, like, Golden Girls or something? Well, Golden Girls, yeah, maybe. Mm, or Wings. Never yeah. saw it. No. Yeah, but I mean, just the the interplay between Blanche and uh, insert other Golden Girls character here. Her last name was Debois. <laughs> I right. think my dad had a thing for Candace Bergen. <laughs> yeah, Murphy there Brown. Everybody loved Murphy Brown. She was a uh, independent. Sexy no, wasn't old Candace Bergen in uh, uh, Designing Women? No, that was Delilah or something. I don't know what her name was. Yeah, it's Delta Burke. Yeah, Delta yeah, that's Burke, who I was Delta thinking Burke. of. You're yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. you're on it. See, that'd be a good question. Ooh, yeah. Cheers. All right. We're, we're Back cheers. to cheers. <laughs> what did Cliff Clavin call his experimental vegetable hybrid of a rutabaga and a beet? Locked in. I too am locked in. I am locked in as well. I will go first, I guess. He called it a rutabita. All right. I was going to say root beet. Uh, I went with a, a beetabaga. Ken, you are correct. (laughs) So after the first round, Ken is in the lead with 43 points, followed by Steve with 30, 
And Tom is in last place with 23. It's a strong last place. But I think this has probably been, as a group, the most successful first round we've ever had. Yeah. I thought last last time was... Really? That worked pretty well. Maybe I was just the only one that sucked in that one. Maybe. The rest of the week was downhill. Just because you can't handle the music round. No, I got honey trapped. I crushed it. I got honey traps, yeah. Round two. Clue me in, coach. In this round, I have five clues. I will give them out one at a time, and after each clue, you will submit a guess. You will get points in relation to how many clues it takes to get it right. If you get it on the first clue, you will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40 points, and so on. Ready? So clue number one. He was born in Sudbury, Ontario in 1940. I'm locked in. I am now locked in. Locked in. Uh, Steve, you are not correct. Ken, you are not correct. Tom, you are not correct. Boo. Clue number two. He began working at Canadian Broadcasting Corporation in 1961 as a newscaster and sportscaster. The question should be just be name someone who is from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Locked in. Is Ryan Seacrest that old? He's not. (laughs) He's born in 52. Could be. I'm locked in. Right? I guess I'm locked in. Tom, you are not correct. Boo. Steve, you are not correct. I have a phonetic spelling. I'm correct. Ken, you are not correct. Do you phonetically spell Drake? (laughs) Okay. Clue number three. In 1989, he began hosting the National Geography Bee National Finals. Locked in. He's 80 years old, huh? 77. Oh! No. I'm shooting in the dark now. Locked in. I'm still off. Ken, you are not correct. Steve, you are not correct. Tom, you are correct. Yes! 30 points. So I can't remember. Do we stop there? No, we keep going. Oh, we do. Because you guys can still get points if you get it right. I wish we were done right there. (laughs) (laughs) Clue number four. In 1991, he made broadcast history by hosting three different game shows at the same time, two of which were Classic Concentration and To Tell the Truth. Locked in. I just want to know if you ever did the family feud. That's my question. (laughs) (laughs) Good, you only have one guest left. There's been like seven hosts. Six, seven? Steve, you are not correct. Ken, you are not correct. Clue number five. Clue number five is whether or not he did family food. (laughs) No. In 2014, he was awarded the Guinness Book of World Records for hosting the most episodes of the same game show with over 6,000 episodes. (laughs) This is easy. Locked in. Finesse spelling again. Ken, you are not correct. (laughs) Who is this? Steve, you are correct. The correct answer is Alex Trebek. Oh, why did I say Pat Sajak? I meant Alex Trebek. (laughs) That's exactly who I meant. Same guy. The sad part is I knew he was born in Sudbury in the back of my mind from some (laughs) random Wikipedia hole I fell down one day. So I was like, I know I I Wikipedia this person, but I... I was going to say, you watch that show religiously. Yeah. Pat Sajak. So that's 10 points for Steve. No points for Pat Sajak. I mean, Ken. I, the answer <laughs> in my brain 
was the correct answer. <laughs> 30 points for Tom. Well, so it's a really tight game. Tom in the lead at 53, Ken at 43, and Steve at 40. Woohoo! Okay. Round three, take me out to the ball game. In front of me, I have a list of the least common birthdays between 1994 and 2014. Each correct guess is worth 10 points. Each contestant gets three strikes until everyone is out or the list is completed. No strikes will be given until someone has made a correct guess. And I will go ahead and tell you that you want to think of days where either doctors or patients don't want to be induced because of something else going on. Steve, you start us off. Uh, 9-11. Incorrect. No, right? It's, it's 2014. Yeah, but it's 1994 to 2014, so you have seven years that... Well, I That's good. Okay. okay. People don't necessarily... It's not a day off. February 29th. Incorrect. What? That was my. That was what I was going to guess. How is it not correct? It, it, it happens every four years. years. And it didn't happen in the year 2000? I'm sorry. Or no, it did happen list. in the year 2000. Not on the it list. didn't happen in the year 1900. It's weird, messed up math. The fake Jesus birthday, December 25th. That is correct. Oh, easy. Well, she told us what it was, that it was the holiday, pretty much holidays and days and yeah. work. Okay, Steve. Halloween. Correct. Easter. You're going to have to give me a day. I don't know what day Easter is. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Thursday or something? All right. Let's go. No. What day is thing? I don't know what day any holidays are. Uh, November 23rd. That is correct. Yeah. You do know that Thanksgiving changes. changes every year. I know. Yes. It was a random <laughs> That was a ballsy, ballsy guess. <laughs> Easter does as well, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. All right. Because, yeah, you went from Easter to just naming Thanksgiving dates. Yeah. I, I, I think I can be closer to what that day would be than others. Yeah. The logic was flawed, but it was correct. Uh, let's see. Especially after Stone made the movie, let's go with uh, the 4th of July. That is correct. Shit, that was my guess. <laughs> You're going to have to figure out what day Easter is. <laughs> or what day it usually falls on. <laughs> I can't do that. You know I'm terrible with this. Uh, next holiday... Valentine's Day, uh, February 14th. It was, did Melissa have, was Melissa in the room and she told you what day it was? No. Okay. Uh, either way, that is not correct. Is that Valentine's what? Day? That is, right? That is yeah, Valentine's okay. Day. Is it? It's either that or February 11th. It's the 14th. Still not right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ken? April 15th. Incorrect. Mm. Tax Day? <laughs> it is a day I know. It is a day I know. So I don't know if I want to go with New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. Because I think people want to be born on New Year's yes, Day. That's why I didn't. Because then you're a New Year's baby. Well, However, that's a great one, yeah. Well, that's why I didn't choose Christmas, by the way, either. Because some people want to be born on Christmas, I thought. Yeah, but I think There's doctors don't want to do anything on Christmas. New Year's Eve is a great answer. If you don't do it, I'm going to say it. Tax Day is the day where for the most car accidents. That's the wrong answer, though. Yeah, what that's so it's more more people die. <laughs> Thus, the doctors are busy. <laughs> that's a, probably not the O B G Y N. They're bringing everybody yeah. in. It's great after the fact logic, Ken. I'm gonna go New Year's Day. That is, is correct. Really? That seems like flawed logic. I'm gonna steal your other answer then, if Steve doesn't. I'm doing New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is not correct. Oh. What? Ooh. So, Steve, you are out. 
April 4th. What happens on April 4th? I don't know. That is not correct. It's a stupid Ken, question. you are out. <laughs> Tom, I don't know my days. you have zero strikes. Mm-hmm. This is where the rubber meets the road here. Let's go with, uh, I don't know. This doesn't, I think most places are open. I think hospitals are open. I don't think it, a lot of places consider that much of a federal holiday, but the government does. Uh, let's go with Veterans Day. Since I know the date, it is November 11th. Tom, that is your first strike. I think it's November Wait, Isn't today Veterans Day, which is November It's observed. 10th? No, it's today. observed today. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah. But the post office does not observe Veterans Day on today. Because they're open. Because they're open. Yeah, so the post office is open, but they're closed on Saturday for this. The federal government is open Monday through Friday, but the post office is open Monday through Saturday. So all of the federal government except for the post office, which technically isn't part of the federal government, is closed today for Veterans Day. And then the post office is closed tomorrow, which is a giant issue at work. Hmm. Because there's certain regulations that go by what federal holidays, and then you have to figure out if it's a true federal holiday. All or right, if it's Tom. A holiday. No one cares. It's a, it's a whole thing. You still have two strikes left. Okay. I would buy in time. A lot of days. <sighs> Let's see. What other days are there? My birthday? Probably not. Memorial Day. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know Memorial Day. Yeah, though. me either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any. Uh, September sometime. It's you, for, it's you know, you're giving me the help on this. I'm a friend like that. We're all climbing this mountain together on this one. Well, it's actually Labor Day that's in <gasps> September. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And that's Labor Day's on Monday, though. Um, April 4th, I was going for uh, April Fool's Day, by the way, which I think April is the first. second. No, oh, it's the first? first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go with Boxing Day, December 26th. Mm. That is correct. Well, it, it kind of a Christmas extends. What? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I say yeah as if I I'd know. I'd go to Bastille Day I'm, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I throw that right with Boxing Day. Okay. Is that uh, is the date within La Marseillaise? Is if I sing the song, I can get the date right? It's mm-hmm. the yeah. We've I've demonstrated in the past that my French is horrible. It's true. Uh, let's Not see. as bad as my mother's Spanish though. I thought Spanish, it was in Quebec when you were speaking. <laughs> Quebec. Mm-hmm. What other days do we celebrate stuff? We do. What do we do in the summer? We don't do much. There's MLK Day. I have no idea when that is. Another moving holiday. Okay. Is Pres- President's Day is also a moving holiday. Yeah, it's a Monday. Pretty sure. Steve already said New Year's. Someone already said New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve's still. <laughs> which is still a wrong answer. I can't believe February 29th was incorrect. That's ridiculous. Because mm, maybe they moved them to the 20th. We've had this discussion the 28th, before. Yeah, they do put it on the 28th. Otherwise, you only have one birthday every four years. We get to choose. You do get to choose, yeah. Maybe Election Day, people want to go vote. Another moving holiday. Yeah. Because it's yes, the first, first Tuesday, Tuesday after the first Monday. Mm. Let's go with Inauguration Day, which I believe is January 20th. Oh. That's that not... is incorrect. Is that Inauguration Day, though? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Somewhere around there. Okay, so that's two strikes. Yes. And you guys are looking at me like, let's move this along. People don't want to have children. Oh. Cinco de Mayo. Absolutely. Incorrect. Absolutely. So, Tom, you, you that is the your one answer? final I'm strike. In that one. Or do you have Christmas, any? I think, is Christmas. the number one answer. The most common birthday, I think, is either the ninth or the sixteenth of September, probably because everybody's getting it on during the holidays. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answers that were not given: Christmas Eve. Oh. Oh yeah. January January second. Which is probably just a continuation of 
Doctor's Jen. still too drunk to come in. Yeah. And then the other two were around Thanksgiving. Uh, oh. 11.27 and 11.25. So, thanks. Because, Ken, you said 11.24? Third, I think? 23. Yeah. Huh. I should just kept pounding away at that. All right. So, Tom got 40 points in that round. And Ken and Steve got 10 each. A score update. Steve in third place with 50 points. Ken in second with 53. And Tom in first with 93 points. Rick. <laughs> Don't worry, once we get to the sound round, Tom will tank. Yeah, it'll all fall apart. Alright, round four. Throwing away my shot. This round has 15 questions. Each question is read, and then contestants will get a chance to answer the question in sequential order, alternating on each question. But answers cannot repeat. Each contestant has provided two or three topics prior to recording where they feel they will dominate their opponents. However, the contestants will go last on the questions in their forte. Each question is worth 10 points, with an extra 5 points is the correct answer is guessed by the expert. So this first question is Tom's question. Can I just say one thing? I'm happy that there will be no party of five questions, or at least I'm assuming I don't know Steve that well, but <laughs> that, that will not be a topic. Well, that was a threat last week, wasn't it? That was going to be party of five. So Ken will answer first. Tom's first question. George Bernard Shaw's best-known work is Pygmalion, loosely based on the Greek myth in which an artist falls in love with his sculpture. This was later turned into what Broadway musical? Uh, they compare it to modern day sex dolls now. Uh, well, I was gonna. Well, my guess was gonna, it's actually an '80s movie called Mannequin, but I don't believe they made. <laughs> I don't believe they made that into a Broadway production. So Is that about weird science? I, I'm gonna go with. It would be something even close to that. I got nothing. Pass. I got nothing. You can guess, Mannequin. No, I got. No, I got nothing. I'm passing to you, Steve. All right, Steve. Uh, I've, I've got a pass. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I, I picked Irish literature, not Broadway shows. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> The lottery. I So I'm... Uh, oh, good. Where an artist falls in love with her with his own sculpture. Oh, I was just thinking Tom was sitting back. Yeah, no, I wish I was. I wish this. I was. I'm going to go with a chorus line. That is incorrect. Yeah, I kind of figured it was. The correct answer... Is my fair lady? Oh, ah! Uh, so he created the fair lady. Oh yeah, mm. because he took somebody who was rough mm. and, oh, and made yeah. her into an elegant mm. lady. Good question. Uh, yeah. Not nice. Now it's my expert question. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Thanks so much. If it was what '80s movie was based, yeah. I well, think the mannequin would have been. Steve's right. Weird Science is like the same exact yeah. movie as Mannequin. They are like the same. Mannequin's a little better. It's got Hollywood. <laughs> that was fighting words, Ken. <laughs> okay, moving on to Steve's question. In The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, one of the masks is this character from Super Mario Brothers. Oh, so I start this. Yes. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Mask. King Koopa. All right. The princess. Okay. Oh, that's not the right answer. <laughs> it might be. Well, I doubt it, yeah. Steve? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying Goomba? What'd you say? A Goomba? I would have to look. 
It's not the answer. The Goomba is the mushroom, if I remember right. Yep. Yeah. I have the correct answer being Yoshi. Oh. oh. Dude, that makes I sense. thought Yoshi, but I thought no I way. I was thinking Wario. Yoshi. I don't know, yeah. I thought Bowser. Princess seems is like that, a great Bowser's answer. not in Super Mario Brothers, is it? It's in, it's in Super Mario. Yeah, I actually didn't decipher I don't that know. clue I don't, at all. No, <laughs> I, I, I was lost. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't Steve mean. Me I didn't Zelda mean to make these questions <laughs> that hard. Two of fifteen. Oh, you You'll be really mad at me. <laughs> Ken's question: This district in Seoul, South Korea, is Korean for South of the River, and is one of the wealthier districts of Seoul. It became known worldwide in 2012. Oh, got this. Yeah. Steve, you start. <laughs> Gangnam. Yeah, I was going to go with Gangnam Mob. I'm going to say Inchon because I don't have any other. Yeah. Steve has a correct answer. Yeah. 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 Ken is not happy. No, it's fine. <laughs> so Steve, but I was like, yeah, without that second bit, it yeah. literally translates to song. Well, like yeah. I said, yeah. I like to no, have two to, clues. Yeah, you have to. You right. Have to. Like, otherwise, otherwise like it's said, just a guess. That'd be too hard for them. I knew Gangnam from being rich. When you said rich, I knew it was. That would have been my guess. I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was. All right. Ken's Finally, some points on this round. Right over there. No, it was a great question. <laughs> For Tom's second question, Lucy, Susan, Peter, and Edmund are the main human characters in a novel by this contemporary of J.R.R. Tolkien. So basically, he was besties with Tolkien. Ken, you start. Could I get one more time? Specifically, I just need the name. Let's just try and guess at something. Lucy, Susan, Peter, Edmund. Pass. <laughs> Steve? I'm going to pass on this one. Uh, I don't have much. I'm going to oh, go with good. James Joyce. I'm sorry. The correct answer is C.S. Lewis. Uh, see, I wow. they're, yeah, they're from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The in the Wardrobe, yeah. Mm. For Steve's second question, H.G. Wells' novel, The World Set Free, was published in 1914. And it's prophetic in that it discusses the use of what type of weapon. I think I go first on this. Yes. I'm going to go with nuclear weapon. All right. Ken? That's not too broad of an answer. It would not be, no. Hmm. It's not right from her response (laughs) there. I wasn't uh, wasn't looking at her, unfortunately. Drones. All right, Steve? I'm going to say, like, heat guns or lasers. Yeah, I think it is lasers, isn't it? All right, it? well, one of you is correct, and it is Tom. Oh! Ah! I felt kind of good she at gave that, me a dirty especially look with your here. response. She said that. Uh, yeah, I was like, that look of... when you said your answer was wrong and I said drones, I felt really good. I was like... <laughs> I, really I thought maybe somebody would say biological, because that was when, like, like World War One was when mustard gas and stuff was used. Yeah, but... and, you suppo- and you pretty much assume that no one would say drones. <laughs> I figured it was probably either mustard gas or bad. I put it together that H.G. Wells was obsessed with fire. Yeah. I'm like burning everything. Yeah. He's futuristic. Drones. I was thinking missiles for a second, but then missiles were invented. Like, rockets were invented a long time before then. Okay. Drones was a great answer. Napoleon. It was a good answer. 
I mean, I think I probably would have said nuclear weapons, but you couldn't say nuclear weapons because yeah. Tom had said it. So <laughs> I, I wanted you to dig and, deeper. And, and how are you? How is that too broad? Hydrogen bomb. You were, you were I trying don't to. Know, you were something. trying to nitpick yeah, it into. Yeah, like, let's see if we can. Yeah. Nineteen fourteen. Like they didn't know much or, about like nuclear yeah. fission at that point. Nuclear they, to clay. He talked about splitting the atom, and you tried to split hairs on that question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just call him Oppenheimer, I guess. Ken's third question. What was Barack Obama's Secret Service codename, which is also a model of Jeep? Steve, you go first. Wagoneer. I mean, you could insert a Brett Favre Wrangler joke here, but, uh... <laughs> and I knew this. I heard, it, I heard it the other day. I can't remember it, though. Uh, and you said Wagoneer, so... I'm going to go with Cherokee. I'm pretty sure it's not that. Yeah, that's that would be maybe <laughs> close to racist. Okay. <laughs> it would be, be racist. It's a grand Cherokee. It's, it's, the, it's the Secret Service, so I mean, I don't. Um, I didn't get it without the extra clue. Liberty. Uh, gotta be. I don't think no, it's sorry. No, it's not. What is it? Yeah. it is Renegade. Oh, oh no! Renegade. Cherokee. Liberty. <laughs> that sounds like a presidential thing. Yeah, it sounds better. Yeah. The Liberty has left the building. That sounds weird. The Cherokee has left the building. Also the sounds very weird. Yeah. Cherokee's the, gone. The Wagoneer maybe. Cherokee's on but, the way. Yeah. Hey. The Renegade has left the building. Sounds like the assassin just left. Yeah, that doesn't sound good either. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like looking up. Like, and my boy AJ sent out the Cherokee. <laughs> I was looking up like thesaurus terms for renegade and it's someone who's like super rebellious or causes strife and it's, that doesn't yeah. seem very complimentary you know that would be a good one if we don't look it up like presidential <laughs> code board names that's, yeah. that's like a pretty cool category yeah mental note <laughs> study up on that <laughs> uh moving on to question seven of the round tom's third question James Joyce's most famous work was what? Which was also the first name of President Grant. Ah, come on. That was made it way too easy. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Uh, Ulysses. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, Ken. <laughs> Steve was going to get it anyways, but... Steve, what's your guess now that you can't use Ulysses? I can't? No. No, I got You it. can't repeat a guess. I'm like, oh, I should have shouted that first. Shit. No, 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 no. Ken gets to go first on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So it still has to go in order. Right. The whole time I was thinking about James Joyce, I was like, what are Do you those have books? A, you have a guess? Uh, ass. Okay. <laughs> the King James Bible. He has something to do with cars, too, I think. Who? James Joyce. What are his other famous works? Anyways, we'll go on. A portrait of the artist as a young man. Yeah. That's his other big one, but no one knows it except for nerds like Tom. I've never read it. I read an adaptation of it that was very good. A portrait of a young man drowning, of, of the artist as a young man drowning. I don't know what it was called, but it was good. Next question. Uh, Steve's question. The unit of currency in The Legend of Zelda is also the currency of India. What is it? The rupee. The Indian dollar. <laughs> so in Zelda, it's called <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. It is rupees, and they're in the denominations of five. Oh. No, nothing for that? Uh, no, no bonus points. Ken's third question. Seoul, South Korea, hosted the Summer Olympics in what year? Hint, it was the last Olympics attended by the USSR and East Germany. 
Steve, you start us off. Uh, you said I seven, don't know. Right? The wall fell when we were in like third grade, fourth grade, 88. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the 88 Olympics. I'm going to go 92. That was actually, no. Yeah, I think 88's right, but I'm going to go well, 88. It's got to be 84. All right, 88 is correct. Because 92 was Barcelona. Um, Barcelona. Because no, no, I always get this one wrong, yeah. Yeah. Ted, Steve got that one. So nobody has gotten their expert question. <laughs> Correct. Expert. Most, I mean, there's been a couple steals, but for the most part, it's just been nobody's gotten their <laughs> question. Apparently my questions are too hard, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Tom's fourth question. Well before he became the Duke of Wellington, mm-hmm. Arthur time. Wellesley... <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I didn't even ask one for the Wellington. <laughs> she just happened to ask a question about the Duke of Wellington that one time. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Wellesley proved himself to be a military leader, attaining the rank of Major General while fighting in what Southeast Asian nation? Cambodia. Vietnam. India. Tom, you got your expert question correct. Yes. So what did you get for that 20? I get 15, 15. points. 15. <laughs> <It was> bastard. <laughs> you kept your rupees. <laughs> I didn't mean to do two India questions. Yeah, I was like, crap, they're going to think of India. Mm-mm. Southeast. I went all the way southeast. No, you went south. Yeah, well, no, you I went mean, southeast. Yeah. You went more. Yeah. yeah. In corner. Yeah. You went slightly more. Because they were the French that were in Vietnam, east, I think, right? It's easy to forget that there's a lot of southeast Asia India, that's west of India. India. Southeast east, Asia. East of India. Or west of India also. Otherwise, it's not really, it's southern Asia, really. Yeah. Okay. Mistrial? <laughs> <laughs> that was going through his head. Yeah, it's like, wait. Are you trying to disqualify the question that you got no, no, 15 no, no, points no, no, no. on? I was looking I right just, at time like, I was, yeah, reading, I was reading the thought in Ken's eyes. <laughs> okay. In H.G. Wells' The Island of Dr. Moreau, Dr. Moreau is a scientist who performs what type of experiments? Whose question um, is this? I think it's mine. Uh, this is Steve's, Steve's question. Tom goes first. How specific do I need to get? You can get fairly broad. I mean, biological experiments. Is that That too is broad? too broad. What is he specifically he trying? Hi- he makes hybrids. Is that specific enough for you? I'll let you know. Okay. Transplants. Ooh, that's what I was going to say. Somewhere between those two, yeah, he makes freaks. That's, yeah. He makes freaks. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah. I, I, you can't nail that one more on the head than makes freaks. <laughs> right, I think I have to give it to Tom. He's trying to create or take animals or, yeah. into Perfect people. Or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, that's... yeah, I remember the awful Val Kilmer movie. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Have you read any H.G. Wells books or you just chose H.G. Wells? Based on all the H.G. Wells movies you've and seen. The time machine. There was a Cruise, a Tom Cruise movie yeah. and it was awesome. War of the Worlds, you just watched those today? That's why you couldn't make it till no, later? <laughs> you couldn't make it till later because you had to hit up all the shitty H.G. Wells movies that have been made in the past 30 years? No, I read those books in like middle school. <laughs> I don't know why I chose H.G. Wells. <laughs> okay. Moving on, Ken's fourth question. Barack Obama famously asked the White House staff to brew beer. What ingredient did they use from the White House gardens? From the White House garden? Yeah, the grounds, the garden. I don't... Uh, hops. That's an all beer. Damn it. That's what I was going to go with. Uh, barley. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there's only two things that I know. It's hops and barley. Uh, 
water. <laughs> you, you think they walked over to I the do Potomac and they had water, got some no, water. It, no, on at the garden? Right. Well, none of you are correct. Oh, I thought you guys nailed it, so I just kind of gave up on it. <laughs> the correct answer was honey. Ah, that's not really. A I wouldn't have got it anyways, but it's I gave up too. Anyways, isn't it? They made honey ale. Um, I mean, honey mead in the house, honey in the garden. Oh, good question. Yeah. Mistral. <laughs> they have hives, beehives, in the South Lawn Gardens. I don't know. That's yeah. what it said. That question gave me hives. You're just mad you got the wrong answer. No, I've got a happy Ken didn't get the right Well, answer. once my first and second answer was answered, I was like, yeah. somebody got it. <laughs> All right. Last section of the round. Following Napoleon's escape from Elba, the Duke of Wellington commanded the troops, resulting in Napoleon's final defeat at this battle site, which is also a city in Iowa. Ken, you go first. <laughs> that city in Iowa part really threw him. I am biting my tongue. <laughs> he was so confident in the city in Iowa, he was like, Ugh. Well, I was going to throw some bullshit answer, but now I think I have like a shot at it, and I don't want to waste it. Oh, wait, hold on. Take it back. (laughs) Dubuque. All right, Steve? Waterloo! Yeah, it is. Oh, shit. Waterloo. It is Waterloo. All right. Good job, Steve. Damn it. Woohoo! I was going to spend any time with the You're going to learn that kind of stuff. Yeah, I thought I maybe like, she was going to go with an ABBA reference for a second. What? Wait, what was the, what was the topic? Duke, Duke Wellington? Duke Wellington, yeah. Damn, Duke Wellington. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was I supposed to say? Name the type of steak that involves this. Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next? You could have gone with Beef Wellington or Wellington Boots. Well, no. I could have, Boots but... Boots would have been weird. A lot of French-sounding cities in Iowa. Just Des Moines. Yeah. Dubuque. Yeah. Waterloo is actually in Belgium. Not oh. France. Oh. In case you are wondering. He's French. Uh, Corsican, actually. Corsican. Mm. The Corsican monster. It's it is. an island. That's where he lived out his final days. No, no. that's St. Helena. Also. That's in the literal Wait, middle. Wait, let, let Ken keep spouting. <laughs> uh, it's literally in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, oh. like in between Africa and South America. They got him as far from oh. mainland as he possibly could. Hmm. I'm going to look that place up later. There's not, it's pretty boring. Yeah. But you can. Hmm. <laughs> There's not much there. Okay. Uh, Steve's question. Mario's ability to shrink and grow through the use of mushrooms was inspired by what movie? It's probably not the Super Mario Brothers movie with John Leguizamo. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> yeah. Steve's probably the only person that owns it on HD DVD. <laughs> Not Blu-ray, HD DVD. Uh, Obviously. I'm going to go with... Oh, shit. What's that one? Uh, I'm going to... Big or small? I'm going to go with Godzilla. Damn it. Is it... I was going to... I was going to (laughs) ask. Is it a particular movie? I mean, maybe Tom can change his answer based on this. Is it a particular movie (laughs) title that we're looking for? Or a genre? Is it Um, Rocky (laughs) 3? Yeah, that's what I'm going for here. (laughs) Like, do I need to name a different Gonzale, uh, Godzilla movie? Or is it, yeah, is it a particular movie? You basically can't, you're asking if it's part of the Godzilla franchise. Do I need to say Mothra? And- do I need to say Mothra right now? <laughs> Godzilla versus um, Mothra is my answer. 
Gonna have to use your best judgment. Godzilla versus Mothra. <laughs> yeah, that's your best judgment? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. Alice in Wonderland? Steve, you are correct. Freaking believable. That is amazing. I'm a super nerd. robots in Godzilla yeah. that shrink up and down. Well, I was gonna say the fly. I, but he does he shrink the to a fly? fly? The 1980s movie yeah, with what's Jeff Goldblum and yeah. crappy one. The other one is Inner Space that I was thinking of. Inner Space is a great movie. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, it's underrated. Yeah, it was on like every day as a kid because we didn't have cable. So <laughs> I watched it like 30 times. Oh, just network? Yeah. Really? UPN. Mm. Back in the day. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we. We didn't have UPN. You yeah. did too. It was out of the cities. It no. was no. It was Channel Nine. Used to be UPN. <laughs> He's just straight up denying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was our lifeline to like city culture. You actually, you actually had good UPN. We had, we had, we had fuzzy UPN. <laughs> I remember they had the ad when they changed to UPN with like an orchestra, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're changing to UPN, and then they played music, and it made it seem all cool, and then it was just. <laughs> Shitty old TV shows and... And Inner Space, and, and, which is a good movie. And B-rated, you know, shows. That, uh, sci-fi movies. Yeah. Martin Short. The shows that couldn't make it on the regular networks. Oh, let's see if I can get an answer here. I got one right so far. All right. Final question of the round. In the 1988 Olympics, Krista Ludding Rothenberger, very sorry if I mispronounced that last name, made history by being the first and only athlete to do what? Hate the goddamn Olympics. What? What was Ken's topic? Olympics? Was it, was it Korea? Seoul, South it was Korea. Seoul, Why did you South pick Korea. Olympics? I didn't pick Olympics. <laughs> I did not. I hate the Olympics. I hate Broadway musicals, and I hate country music. Those are my three things that I hate. Also, the TV show Friends. And the TV show yeah. Friends. Yeah, those, those are, are my four things friends. I hate. Those are your kryptonites. She was the first to do something, and only, only ever. Yes. Oh. I will give you a hint. Oh. A further hint, unless Steve, you think you know the answer. I don't. I've got a, a guess, a random guess, but I feel like it's right. If all three of you want the hint, then I will give you the hint. I'll take. The I'll hint. take a hint. Ken really wants. I have the no hint. idea. Okay. No one will be able to repeat her accomplishment. Oh. This is the Summer Olympics, right? Correct. It was yeah. the Summer Olympics. Yes. Then my guess is completely wrong. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the girl that did the backflip on ice skates. Mm, can never possibly do it again. Let's not die. <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> Give birth can can happen again. All right, uh, Steve, you get to go first. We should just team up on this one. We'll split the the ten points. If <laughs> we could possibly get this right. I'm gonna pad. I have no idea. Ted, you're getting screwed in this round. Like, do you, do you, there's no way you could get well, this. Three question. of them were Olympics. Yeah, but <laughs> two what, of you, them. you chose Korea. Yeah, you chose yeah, Korea. Yeah. Is that Seoul, it? South Korea? And that was your only topic. And Barack uh, Obama was and Barack the other Barack one. Obama. I gave you the renegade. Liberty sounds good. I gave the you the renegade really clue. Good. That's a that's a the Jeep clue. Yeah, Liberty seems like that's the obvious answer to that mm. question. And the whole time these guys were thinking about Wranglers and stuff, I was like, what a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> Liberty. I did know that it started with an R, but I could never remember what it was. And there was the Jeep Eagle, which they discontinued, which gave me a little pause, but Liberty just sounded right. Mm. Not Renegade. I was thinking of Willys, but that would apply more to Bill Clinton than mm-hmm. anything. I'm just going to say, and I don't, the first four-minute mile for a woman, I don't. 
I'm passing. I have no idea yeah, what could I possibly s- never be performed again. Yeah. I have no idea what that could mean. Well, it would help if you knew <sighs> that in no. 88 it was pretty much the last year that the Summer and Winter Olympics oh, she were, were in the same both? year. And then really? she medaled in both. Yeah, what, what events? She got medals in cycling and speed skating. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's well, that, that's well worth blowing us out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think 92 was the the first year that they were split. Yeah, or they, they, they yeah, up they until, up yeah. Wow. Okay. Tom edges out a little bit more. So after the mid-round, Ken has 63 points. Steve has 95 points. And Tom has 138 points. Okay. Do you well, have that on an Excel spreadsheet? I did that math in my head. Mm. Yeah. Don't worry, because music round's coming up. Oh, please be something good at. Just all Bruno Mars all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to guess Bruno Mars on everyone. <laughs> like you guessed Pretty Woman last back. time. Yeah. Round five. Hey, Mr. DJ. In this round, I will play a small part of a song, and you will guess the song title and artist. You will get five points for each correct answer. Unbelievable. I'm locked in. Locked Ooh, in. I don't like it, but yeah, I'm locked in. Uh, Steve seems to know it, so I'll go first. I'm ashamed it took you that long, Tom. <laughs> I said Katy Perry and Survivor. I don't even know if that's a Katy Perry song. All right. Ken? Ken? Uh, I said Taylor Swift. No title. All right, Steve? That's Katy Perry. Uh, Roar? Uh, Steve, God you are it. correct. I used to bang that tiny hold my breath. Mm. You still got five, right, Tom? I still got five. Mm. I knew Roar, though. Kind of, it like, is somewhere rattling around. He's got Survivor! <laughs> I, I, I knew it rattling around. I remember the Super Bowl show. That's about the only... Because that was Left Shark. If this is the, if I just got a preview of yeah. the next song, it's crazy that this came up today. You'll see the emails when oh, you get okay. to work on Monday. Literally came up today. <laughs> All right. Sorry for that. Uh, here we go. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. Oh, yo, man. My girl just caught me. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. They had this on trivia. So I sent out an email where I sent out a picture of this particular artist with the meme of the title of the song. Uh-huh. Apparently, Mike Bryan and Taylor went out to trivia night last night, and this was a question. Did Where? you guys go to trivia night last night? No, no uh-huh. we did not go to trivia night. Well, last apparently, night. yeah, this was a question from trivia night last night. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have Shaggy, mm-hmm. and wasn't me. Mm-hmm. All right. I have the same. Yeah. All right, Steve. Same here. All right, 10 points all around. So weird. Yeah, you'll see it on your emails on Monday when you get into work. People are thinking about Shaggy right now. <laughs> I guess. That's I really... that right now. I always, like, that's... Non-stop. That's what I wake up to yeah. every morning. It's my alarm. Just Shaggy. Other Shaggy songs and that song. I, I'm just a huge Shaggy <laughs> Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, the man's got a prolific career. Mm-hmm. Wasn't me. <laughs> all right, question three. That song was on one of the 
first, like, burn CDs that Tom ever made. Yeah. This is a wide swath of musical ranges here. I don't know the name of the song. I'm guessing. I think it's the name of the album, but I don't know. I just I felt like picking songs that I felt were pretty iconic from my high school and, or I guess, I was gonna say, my entire childhood. Tate, and then wasn't middle. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Yeah. yeah I'm, locked, <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Can you want to start this? Time? I have a pass. No clue. Really? I, had, I I couldn't. It sounds like every song ever made. I had Coldplay, and I don't know. Is it is it Parachutes? That's the album. I don't know if that's the song as well. That is the, that's the album. Um, the song is Yellow. Oh yeah. Steve, you are correct. Back before Goop ruined them all. Goop. That Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Oh, you mean no doubt? No, Gwyneth Paltrow, not Gwen Stefani. Oh. Different Gwen. A goopier one. Uh, she's the one that believes in jade stones. jade stones to stick in women's vaginas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not recommended. Not, not, not as like a sex toy, Ken, but as like a... Uh, Purifying like a, stones. Sterilizer, yeah. Health. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I tried it. It's not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is pretty pissed. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> I'm just going to say moving on and uh, I'll play the next song. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. Mm -hmm. All right, Tom, why don't you start this time? Okay. I wasn't going to get it anyways. I put John Legend and some stupid sappy song. Now that you said that, I have an idea. I wrote down pass. Because <laughs> now that you said that, that sounds right. But yeah. I don't know how to do those musical intros. I don't know how to feel them out. Yeah. All right, I Steve. Pass. Steve, do you have an answer? That is to say on how to save a life. Steve, you are correct. Oh, then we were... Who was it? I was totally the Frey. Wrong. The Frey? Mm-hmm. Oh. You would know if you watched Grey's Anatomy with me. Steve, is this from your knowledge of Grey's Anatomy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I liked where he went with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't right. No. But a nice <laughs> Worthless. Little, nice little piano ballad. Yeah. I'm probably going to guess John Legend for the rest mm-hmm. of the round. <laughs> Me too. That would be a strange choice. But, uh, all right. I'll just do the next song. Easy. Locked in. I'm 50-50. Locked in. Locked in. Steve, you want to start us off? Well, Steve knows the answer. Wait. I will... Ken, how many times are you going to redo your answer? I'm going back here? to my first answer. I'm just pointing my, <laughs> I'm pointing my arrow to the first answer. Okay. My first answer was correct, I think. I'll, I'm going to go with Shakira and Shake Your Booty. Very first My first and third answer, which I'm giving as my final answer, is Britney Spears' uh, Toxic. All right. Steve? So, sir, it's Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again. Oh, yeah, shit. Well, good. That wasn't my second answer either. So. All right. uh, Steve, you are correct for 10 points. Steve is crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of my knowledge of pop songs. Yeah, yeah. It's not something necessary to be proud of, but... Uh... I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. After this one, Steve, I am a little questioning what's going on here. <laughs> I think I know this one, but that you've gotten all of these, yeah. I'm questioning a bit. 
I'm I'm locked in as well. I'm locked in. I'm not 100 percent on this. I feel good. I feel I I have a feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I put Indigo Girls tangled up in blue. I feel kind of like Steve right now. It's Dixie Chicks wide open spaces. Steve? Ooh, ooh, I thought it was a Dixie Chicks cowboy take me away. Oh, what is it? It is wide open spaces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My streak is over. I think I think Steve was kind of happy. He didn't get that one right. But I felt the same thing. Like I shouldn't know that. I shouldn't know that. But I'm happy that I was questioning after Steve's answer that I could be wrong. Like, yes. I think Steve <laughs> threw that one on purpose just to not have a perfect uh, chip <laughs> song. He knew what was going was on very, in a woman's yeah. life at yeah. that particular time. A yeah. lot of changes going yeah. on in their lives. <laughs> Becoming women or girls to women. Steve was a part Steve of Steve grabbed a pint of ice cream out of the fridge so he could, uh, he could eat it and, and those taste memories would bring back the name of the song. <laughs> Of me just crying, holding the phone, wondering why. (laughs) Okay, last song. Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. I don't, I'll start. I don't know the artist, but Superman. Yeah, I went three doors down, Superman. Yeah, three doors down, Superman. Only Five points can be awarded because the song is not Superman. Oh. It's Kryptonite. Oh, yeah. Of course oh. it is. Of course it is. All right. I got zero. That's the five I got. <laughs> All right. So Tom with 25 that round. Oh, this is not 60 points good. for Steve. Not looking good for the K-Man. <laughs> 20 yeah. for Ken. Ken? I had 25. No. Oh, I got 20. No. Oh, 10, 25. Yeah. I got... Wait, you got five on what one? Uh, it says on, on my five. board, I have two and six as tens. and question five, I got a five. That must be oh. Britney Spears. Okay, sorry. 10, 20, if 30, 40, 50. Five was Britney Spears. Yeah, I concur with 10. Or with 10. After that round, Ken is still in third mm-hmm. with 88. Mm-hmm. Steve has pulled up to 155. And Tom is at 183. Round six, the final countdown. I have compiled five top ten lists, and I will give you each of the list topics, and you will guess one of the top ten. The trick is that you get points equal to three times the list ranking, meaning 30 points for the number 10 answer, but zero points for number 11, so be careful. List number one, football players with the most sacks... In a career. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in? I put Clay Matthews. I put Reggie White. All right. Jerome Bennis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, only Ken got points on that one. Uh, Reggie White is number two mm. on the list, so six, six points. points for Ken. Nice. There are only two active players on the list. Julius Peppers at number four. Mm, I was thinking about him. And Demarcus Ware at number eight. Bruce Smith is number one. Reggie White is number two. Kevin Green uh, at number three. Four, Julius Peppers. Five, Chris Dorman. Six, Michael Strahan. Seven, Jason Taylor. Eight, Demarcus Ware. Nine, John Randall. And ten, Richard Dent. Mm. At least one Viking on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who? Randall. Is it, I think... Is it Chris Dolman? Maybe. Oh, yeah. He was a Viking, too. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. You guys have defense. It'd be mm-hmm. nice if you guys could win at a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. List number two. 
the northernmost European capitals? Mm, I know number one. Brockton. Oh. I will tell you, I was going to do northernmost world capitals, but they were all in Europe. <laughs> I thought that it would be mean to ask for world when they were all European. I'm locked in. All right, I'll lock myself in. All right. Ken, do you want to go first? Paris. Okay, Steve? Helsinki. And I put Oslo. All right, well, uh, Reykjavik is number one. Mm-hmm. Dang it, I was going to say that. But you don't want number one in this round, Steve. Oh, okay. You good. want number 10. <laughs> you want number 10. You want, you want like, ten. six through ten. I mean, one still points, but you don't want number one. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Helsinki is number two. Damn it. <laughs> um, Oslo is number three. Tallinn, Estonia is number four. Stockholm, Sweden is number five. Riga, which is the Latvia. capital of Latvia, is number six. Seven is Moscow. Eight is Copenhagen. Can see it as Paris dreams. Nine is yeah. Vilnius. Oh, That's Lithuania. Yeah. And ten is Minsk. Yeah. Belarus. I was going to say, there's several countries that, yeah, are, and that, like, that are... Russian border. Well, right there's also there, several but... countries that are literally farther north than Paris in their entirety. That yeah. haven't been named. Like Belgium and the Netherlands. Mm. and I was thinking like there's three or... Ireland. Three of those, like, Estonia kind of countries. England, may, or maybe Britain. I don't know if Britain is. London is more north. Of... It is, but I don't know if all of Britain is more north than Paris. Yeah, so London's, yeah, London's not an answer? No. no. Oh, really? London. I actually thought Paris was a safe answer. I was like, yeah, it'll be at least be, like, somewhere <laughs> out there. All right. List number three. Fucking Russia, too. <laughs> yeah, let's forget about Russia, yeah. yeah. The most reliable cars or vehicles. By Consumer Reports. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I the... believe so. So it's how many times in a given population, like the cars have to be taken in for like engine repairs. Okay, and so this is passenger cars, so it does not include trucks. Trucks are on the list. Son of a. And yeah. But it is not the majority yeah. of the list. Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Steve, do you want to go first? Honda Accord. I said the Toyota Tundra. I said the Hyundai Sonata. Okay. It's a 10 or a 0. <sighs> Number one, the Honda CRV. Number two, Toyota Tundra. Oh, come on. I thought it'd be high up on the list. I thought it'd be. Number three, the Toyota Camry. Four, Toyota Corolla. Five, Ford Explorer. Six, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, which surprised me because wow. I thought yeah, Jeeps yeah, were yeah. notoriously. I think the, Cher- the Grand Cherokees are. I think anything else that's a Jeep that has the Jeep. Logo on it is a pile of crap. I'm putting a zero for myself. <laughs> Seven is the Honda Pilot. Eight, the Ford F-250. Nine, Toyota Prius. And ten, the Hyundai Elantra. Oh. <laughs> I was not guessing there was to be a single American car on that list. That's what I was going right. to I'm surprised the F-250 was the one that... Made yeah, it, it was cool. weird. I mean, they yeah. definitely have, like, years... Like, yeah. so, like... It's not the same year. So, like, the Honda CRV is the 2012 version. Oh, okay. And then the Jeep Grand Cherokee is the 2015 version. It's like version. the one year that they. Oh, it's, oh, so it's 2000. It's not even that old then. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. They haven't had a chance to bring it in. Yeah. yeah. And I could, see, I could see maybe like an F 250 because it might be a work truck. So it probably yeah. gets more scheduled maintenance than other trucks. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. the 2015 one. Oh. Uh, the Prius is the 2010 specifically. Yeah. So. Okay. The most awesome ski resorts in North America as described by Forbes. And they don't really, they have their own metric. So it's North America. Now, when you say ski resort, 
I, I mean, are you, is it like a, more of a destination than a resort itself? So like Lutzen would be an answer, but it's not because it's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, was it American or North American? North yeah. American, but it's not like the Rockies. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. I don't know if mine's a ski, ski resort. It might not be. There, I've heard this word before. Yeah. I, I can go first. I went with Whistler. Ooh, good. That was my second answer, but the one so, I went with... What was your second? The one, went, uh, the one I went with was Breckenridge. All right. That is one. That, okay. It, or in that it is a ski resort. Oh, but it's not <laughs> one on the list? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I too was going to say Breckenridge. Oh. Is that what you said? So that's what you went with? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, Breckenridge is not on the list. Awesome. Whistler is number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is Jackson Hole. Two, Snowbird. Three, Alta. Four, Telluride. Five, Whistler. Six, Vale. Seven. I was going to say. Vale was third on the list. Yeah. Uh, seven is Aspen. Tahoe, probably. Eight, Stoke. That's in British Columbia. Nine, Park City. Beaver. Ten, Beaver Creek. Also, Park City isn't a ski. I mean, it's a city though. Park City is a ski resort. I think it's. I think it's more. I think I guess maybe more of like a ski area. Maybe is the best. Because I've been to Park City. There's multiple different ski. Well, there's maybe there is Park City. So like Park City is a city, but in Park City there is the Park City ski area, and then there's canyons, and then Alta and Snowbird are also in that general vicinity. Jill doesn't go skiing at all, and no, absolutely so. never. I've I definitely never been either. to. to no, she does. She does. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah. I do. I've been to several on this list. Nice. I've been to Christie Mountain outside of Race Lake, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's not very impressive. It's they badass. Have, but they do have the Blue Hills Beast. You got to watch out for. What? It's just a fake mythical yeti that. Oh sure. Is so it like, like, like that skiing? Your car. There's a Park City's Pass that would take like for the ski resort. Like, yeah. you know how you get one for Vail or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. People I don't think... pass on their car? Yeah, I mean, like... Cause like a both sticker? Both my college roommates were, like, ski bums. Yeah, uh, and they would yeah. get the sticker for the, like, yeah. resort there. Oh, I just never yeah. saw... Yeah, there is like a park city. Park city. Um, we didn't ski Park City because when we were there, it was super busy. We did Redford. canyons the day before. Yeah, yeah my... Redford. Redford's always in Park City. List number five, and the final list, is the largest lakes by area. In the world. In the world. Can a lake have the name sea? What's a lake? It's an inland body of water, correct? Yes. And you said by surface volume. Or s- by area. By area. Oh. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Ken, you want to start? I went with Superior. I went with Caspian Sea. All right. Steve? Lake Havasu. Mm. Lake what? Havasu. <laughs> it's not, don't worry, it's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign. Like what? <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay. I'll mark Steve down for a zero. On that a bunch one. of drunk people there. They're having yeah. a good time. It's where Steve likes to hang out. Okay. Number one is the Caspian Sea. Son of a... And number two is Lake Superior. Oh, that's... Three is Lake Victoria. Four, Huron. Five, Michigan. Six, Tanganyika. Uh, seven is Baikal. Eight, Great Bear Lake. Nine, Malawi. And ten, Great Slave Lake. I was going to say Baikal, but I think Baikal is the... Big, it's like the deepest, right? Or it's the yeah. I think it might be the most by volume. Volume, yeah. So I was like, that might not even show on the list. I had man-made in my head for some reason. Yeah. I was thinking like Lake Mead, and there's something in North Dakota too that's man-made. After round six, I have scores: 
Ken with 100 points, Steve with 161 points, and Tom with 196 points. So round seven. Show me the money. You may wager up to 50 points on each question, and you may wager before I read each question. This round's theme is strange but true. I have my wager locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Question one. Doing this is actually a treatment for kidney stones due to the fact that patient positional inversion and application of force on the body wall are beneficial. I am locked in. Locked in. Steve, you're still there, right? Yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm locked in, yep. Do you feel the suspense? (laughs) My answer that I had was diving. The answer I had was standing on one's head. All right. Steve? Uh, Diving as well. The correct answer is riding a roller coaster. What? The body wall. It's all about the body wall. Okay, I have my wager locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Coincidentally, this TV actress was actually a distant cousin of George Burroughs, a minister who was executed during the Salem Witch Trials. I'm locked in. Locked in. Does she currently do AARP ads? (laughs) I don't know. I'm locked in. I wrote down that chick from Mad Men. I know who I'm (laughs) thinking of. It's the woman from Bewitched, but I have no answer. Oh. I'm thinking Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's a good Uh, one. That's a good one, too. I went with the Headmaiden's Tale. That was my... uh, Oh, you wanted that Elizabeth? No, not Elizabeth. The one from Mad Men. Yeah, she was also in Mad Men. But I don't know her name is Elizabeth. Her Elizabeth Moss? Sure. I don't know. Elizabeth Moss and then Joan, what's her face? What's the redheaded? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it starts with a C. Christina Hendricks. Christine, yeah, oh, that's right. I have no idea who you answer? guys are talking uh, about. The correct answer... Is that chick from Bewitched? Is that chick from Bewitched? Ah. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Montgomery. So, I wrote down Elizabeth first. I wrote down blank. But so. I was going with who's the Elizabeth? Who's the Elizabeth in uh, the other Elizabeth in Handmaid's Tale? So it's the girl with the weird face. What's who was the one that was in Knocked Up? Elizabeth. That's somebody else. Can you play? Can you go negative in our game? Yes, I was thinking her name is Elizabeth. I don't I know what the rules are. Old person's name. Are you allowed to bet gamble fifty? Don't have fifty? Yeah, we'll let you do it, Ken. I wonder where Ken's at. <laughs> Or maybe he's just trying to lure us down a path. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Question number three. I'm going to use my call, my phone-a-friend on this one. I'm going to call Amanda on the road to Wausau, Wisconsin right now. I don't I don't know if she, it's going to be something probably that is outside of her non-pop culture. Mm. We'll see. I Is everybody locked in with their I'm locked wager? in. Locked in. We know Ken went with 50 on every one. <laughs> yeah, Ken. <laughs> You pretty much had to go with 50 on every one to be at a point where you asked the question, can I go negative Just now? to let you know about the secret, I'm at zero right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a secret. Pretty, pretty open on that one. You started with 100, and you can mm-hmm. wager up to 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'm at 45. <laughs> didn't take a Sherlock to <laughs> figure out the... Well, can, I, uh, can I go negative on this one? Because mm-hmm. you have zero points, so... Mm-hmm. You're wondering if you can wager is your question. Yes, that is my question. I don't know what the rules are. It hasn't came up yet. All right. Question three. This president really enjoyed spy novels and apparently wrote an outline in which his vice president masterminded a coup for the presidency. Ooh, this is one of those stranger than reality kind of questions. Locked in. Locked in. I don't see Biden. 
masterminding a coup, so I think I could take out Obama. <laughs> Dan Quayle was kind of a weak whistle. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Ronald Reagan did have a spy for a vice president. The answer I, is... I'm locked in as well, yeah. The answer is it adds to the JFK conspiracy because Lyndon Baines Johnson wrote such a document. That is my answer. So... Lyndon Baines Johnson. Okay. Yeah. I wrote Ronald Reagan. All right, Steve? Same here, Ronald Reagan. So before Jill tells us what answer was correct, uh, we'll go Baines through Johnson. our wagers. So round one, I wagered 20 points. Ken? Uh, 50. <laughs> I don't know why we're asking, but uh, Steve? <laughs> 25. That put me at 176. Steve, that puts you at 136. Mine came to a 50. And put <laughs> Thank Ken you for at that math. 50. Help. Ken, I believe uh, round two, you put 50? I put 50. Okay. <laughs> I put 20. Steve? 15. So that put me at 156. Steve at 121. That put me to a zero. That put you to a zero, Ken. Yes. <laughs> hence, the, hence the famous, can I go zero? Can I go negative <laughs> question? On round number three, I wagered 20 points. Steve? 10. I wagered 15. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope it... I, I don't know if I want it I to be LBJ. I believe the answer is Lyndon Baines Johnson. I think... It adds to the conspiracy of the assassination think, of John F. Kennedy. Given the look that Jill gave you, trying she, to coax you into the right answer. I think she was impressed. No, I believe I she, she was, was actually hoping... Like I yeah. believe she was hoping you would say JFK... Thinking that LBJ assassinated, had JFK assassinated so he could become president. But let's see if that's correct. <laughs> the correct answer is JFK. <laughs> oh, damn it. Wait, it, what president was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, Lyndon Bonds, he was the president after. All right. That's the conspiracy. Right, it's the conspiracy. <laughs> but JFK wouldn't be a part of that conspiracy. No, so it was who wrote a who wrote it's, a like a novel. it's a strange but true fact that he tried to write a novel in which his vice president masterminded a coup. I think it's better if it was OBJ that did it. Because then he could have <laughs> masterminded this whole thing. But no, that's the thing. LBJ was the one who masterminded it. Yeah. JFK but doesn't have anything to do with that. We were asking who wrote the book saying that his vice masterminded. president masterminded it. You said JF you said you said LBJ like ten times and Jill said so what's your answer? I think that was the clue that you should have gotten. That you should have, that, so doesn't make you sense that JFK would write it. Doesn't make sense. He would mastermind his own assassination. No, he was pressured. He say that he says that his vice president had him killed. Mm, that's too bad. So after uh, after the final round, uh, we had Ken setting a record mm -hmm. with negative fifty. I believe there's a rule that I can't come to the next three times if no. you have a negative no, score. No, Ken, that's not a rule. <laughs> that was part of the rules. Yeah. You don't get part of history. Ken, Ken, it actually, it's like an odometer. It rolls backwards, and then you actually won with 950 mm -hmm. points out of a possible 1,000. <laughs> Steve had 111, and Tom had 136. It's a good round. One of our lower-scoring one. Well, <laughs> our very much lower-scoring one with Ken's score. Mm -hmm. Ken's lowest round so far. Mm -hmm. uh, Third straight last place, by the way third straight we have a rule this for is, that i get is, to skip the okay, next one there's no because rule. i had three straight last there is places. no rule that you no no because i said it was a rule after the last one yeah but you can't throw <laughs> the game and uh, i definitely did no, not you throw, did not this game. throw the game yeah <laughs> but can you after the first episode you won mm -hmm. and you took the scorecard and showed everybody yeah. for like two days i was so proud so then you can't say that you lose you get last place and i don't think you got last place did he get last place last time uh i do i have i keep the score sheet <laughs> Sit on the fridge. 
Every one of them. Not just the winners, the losers too. They're on the, they're on the fridge. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. The music by The Copy Cuts and by Josh Woodward. Any other music on the podcast played for commentary purposes only. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. We will see you next episode.